Hello, and welcome to the Logistics Podcast. I'm your host, James Berman, editor of SHD Logistics. Thanks for joining us. This is SHD Headlines, where we give you the top news stories from the industry over the past month. Supply chain woes and staff shortages see stockout levels worse than during the pandemic panic buying, UK shoppers say. Original research of over 1,000 UK shoppers by Retail Insight showed over half felt out of stocks and are worse in store compared to when consumers panic bought at the start of the pandemic, with a further 46% saying stock availability online was now lower than during the same period of panic buying. 4 in 10 said out of stock seemed to be more of a bricks and mortar issue, and while items were not available in store, online availability seemed better. However, almost two thirds said there was often a replacement item that met their needs if their usual product or brand was not available on the shelf. Online, nearly half, at 45% of shoppers, had noticed more items were missing or not available in their online grocery orders, with the same number saying they had experienced more substitutions in their weekly online shop. According to the Retail Insights poll, poor product availability in online grocery orders had prompted 44% of consumers to do extra top-up shops to replace missing items or poor swaps. Last week's government budget was met with mixed opinions. The industry commented on how it might impact both SMEs and logistics businesses specifically. Parcel Hero's Head of Consumer Research, David Jinks, says there's no doubt that some of the measures the Chancellor has announced will eventually make consumers more comfortable about spending money again. However, cutting the basic rate of income tax from 20 pence to 19 pence in the pound at some point before the end of this Parliament in 2024 seems a long way off right now for many businesses hoping for a sharp rise in high street spending. UKWA CEO Claire Bottle commented that while the contribution of warehousing and logistics to the UK economy and our vital role in the pandemic has been acknowledged by government, most recently by Minister of Employment Mims Davies, fine words have once again failed to translate into firm action. The 7.4% inflation forecasts announced during the budget are alarming for low margin businesses like warehousing, as we see increases in rent, energy costs and especially labour. Ultimately, these businesses will have to pass these costs onto their customers who will no doubt increase charges to consumers, driving up inflation further. On apprenticeships, the Chancellor recognised that the apprenticeship levy is not doing enough, and indeed, by the end of last year, the transport and logistics sector had contributed £700 million to the apprenticeship levy since its introduction in April 2017. Yet, the value we are getting remains limited, with less than the quarter of that expenditure recovered through logistics-based apprenticeships. David Bushnell, Director of Consultancy and Strategy at Fleet Operations, said pump prices have hit fleets particularly hard over recent weeks, and so the 5p cut in fuel duty must be welcomed. This may be the biggest cut to all fuel duty rates ever, but we cannot lose sight of the fact that this cost burden has not just arisen following the crisis in Ukraine. Average petrol and diesel costs have risen by 33% and 38% respectively in just 12 months, from 124.6 pence and 129 pence per litre in March 2021. Oil price volatility shows few signs of settling, and so fleets must find other ways to ease the financial pressure. With the business case for electrification growing ever stronger, fleet fuel strategies should continue to be reviewed, along with cost control measures that can help ease the financial burden, from effective vehicle maintenance and fuel discount structures to more effective mobility management. International development organisation TransAid is calling on cyclists from across the transport and logistics industry to saddle up for Hadrian's Cycleway this autumn, as it prepares for a team of up to 40 riders to tackle the 157-mile route across a stunning World Heritage site. 
The group will depart Whitehaven on 16th of September and pedal to South Shields over two full days of cycling, with funds raised being used to support TransAid's life-saving work in Sub-Saharan Africa, where it is focused on improving road safety and increasing access to healthcare for rural communities. Visit transaid.org for more information on how to sign up. Hi, I'm John Martin from IMHX, and I'd like to share some insight into this year's event and invite you, the listeners of the Logistics Podcast, to get involved. The next IMHX event will be held at the NEC in Birmingham from the 6th to the 8th of September 2022, and we are over the moon to be welcoming our exhibitors and visitors back after a three-year hiatus. Over the last few years, the logistics industry has seen unprecedented growth and development, and this will be reflected on the show floor. Exhibiting at IMHX is a surefire way to target a highly sought-after audience of buyers and decision-makers. IMHX is the only event of its kind in the UK and is attended by thousands of prospective customers seeking to source new solutions to improve warehousing operations, stay ahead of the latest supply chain trends, and grow their professional network. If you're interested in exhibiting, get in touch with me at joel.martin at informa.com and I'll be happy to discuss options with you. Space is filling quickly, which just goes to show how excited the industry is to meet again. I'm looking forward to returning to the NEC in September and hope you will meet us there. Now over to SHD property expert, David Tame for the latest news. Thank you, James. This is David Tame with the Property News. And I want to draw your attention to two things that came out of Chancellor Rishi Sunak's spring statement. One of them you will probably have noticed, the other you may not. First, the thing you will have noticed, that the Office for Budget Responsibility has massively upgraded its October projections for inflation. In fact, they've more or less doubled them. They were expecting it to be about 4% this year. They're now saying it'll peak at the end of the year at 8.9%. At the same time, they've more or less halved their growth forecast. The UK economy, instead of growing by about 6%, will now grow at somewhat over 3%. This can have all kinds of consequences for real estate and for the warehouses you own or you rent or you would like to occupy. The reason is that when inflation gets going like this, investors tend to think that real estate is a hedge against inflation. And to an extent, they're right because capital values keep going up, property is worth more, and rents, because they're basically a price, go up like other prices. So you've kind of protected yourself against the worst of it. That need not necessarily be how it works this time. At any rate, if you're an occupier of property, you better hope it isn't. That's because it's likely that the squeeze on cost of living is going to make it more difficult for retailers and hence logistics occupiers to maintain business as usual. If consumers do not feel like spending, then you do not need new warehousing in quite the same way. That could affect rental growth. Some people certainly think it will. It'll slow rental growth. It may even reverse it in the course of this year. That's a minority view, but it's what some people think. Others, by my estimation, the majority, think things will carry on more or less as they are. That could be good common sense. It could be delusion as inflation begins to bite. And remember, most of us have no experience of inflation in our working lives. 
we'll soon learn who's right and who's wrong. And now the other thing, very quickly, you might not have mentioned in the Chancellor's budget statement. It was a reference buried on page 39 of the accompanying document to called Solvency 2, a reference to Solvency 2. Solvency 2 is a European Union initiative dating from 2016, the effect of which is to limit the risk of insurers, pension companies, financial institutions going bust. Now that's a good idea, but now that we've left the EU, it's possible to rewrite these rules. If you rewrite the rules to allow financial institutions, pension companies, insurers to take a little more risk, that means you have allowed them to keep less cash on hand, which means in turn they can spend more. And the government is very keen that they should and that they should spend it on major infrastructure projects. If you are a logistics operator or you are looking for a warehouse, you need good road connections sites are mostly created by new roads. The fact of a new road going in opens up new parcels of land. If the Solvency 2 review is concluded later this year, as the paperwork accompanying the spring statement seems to suggest, that could, in the fullness of time, open the door to a substantial levelling up infrastructure boost. It's all a bit speculative, it's all early days. Keep watching and that concludes the property news for this month. Thanks, David. At the Logistics Podcast, we like to turn our listeners into readers and our readers into listeners. So please do sign up to the SHD newsletter by visiting www.shdlogistics.com. That's all from me. Thanks for listening and see you soon.